right now. You might be struggling through your classes or even failing them. You might be worried that you may not finish high school. There might have even been a thought that you may not be smart enough. Well, the New Heights Educational Group begs to differ. We not only think you are smart enough, but with our help, you will complete your high school diploma. The New Heights Educational Group strives to improve your academic success through its tutoring services. To learn more, please visit newheightseducation.org and contact us. New Heights Educational Group, educational resources to help reach your goals. Hello and welcome to the New Heights Show on Education. My name is Erica. I'll be your host today as every week. This is a show about disability, um, both the invisible and visible disabilities and how we manage throughout society and other topics um, related to that. Today I would like to speak about um, new advances in technology to help aid disabled people. Um, before we get into that, I'd like to do a little housekeeping. This show runs on Thursdays at 2 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, and 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We do have a chat program and a call-in program through Zoom. Give me a call at 1-646-558-8656. That's United States. That's a New York number. The meeting ID is 465 172882. It is considered a long distance call and long distance rates will apply. So let's get started. So the other day I was thinking about topics for this show and I asked a few friends, you know, this is what I'm doing and do you have any topics you'd like me to bring up? What do you think? And a friend of mine mentioned the technological advances going on right now in order to aid people with disabilities, um, 3D printed limbs, that sort of thing. So I um, did a little research and I'd like to um, talk about just a few of those things. You know, technology changes every five seconds at this point. So you know, there may be many, many other um, options out there for disabled folks if they need assistance. So the first one I want to speak about is, let's go into the 3D printed limbs. Um, 3D printed limbs, um, the, the good thing is, is that they're fairly cheap in price. Um, something that would cost like two thousand um, or $3,000 um, to get print to get actually made into a limb it is now actually as little as 50 bucks. It can be. Um, this is great for um, children especially because they tend to grow out of their artificial limbs fairly quickly as they grow out of clothes as they um, age and mature. Um, I know that there are a lot of people out there who like to have a lot of fun with their um, 3D printed limbs. 
a lot of them will make sculptures out of them or paint them different colors or try to be different with the 3D printed limb. I think this is a great idea because a lot of people, um, sometimes myself included, like to hide their disability. And if you are brave enough to um, paint or, you know, draw or create a sculpture with your artificial limb, then to me, that sounds like you're very, very comfortable with your disability and what it does for your, what it, how it acts within your life. Um, and I think that's amazing. Um, I'll link to a particular article in the show notes. Um, there is a cute little video on this link and it shows Robert Downey Jr. from Avengers fame and many other things presenting a little boy with a 3D printed arm in the shape of the Iron Man um, suit. And I thought that was adorable. So again, it, it can be really encouraging. Um, another, a note from again, this um, website, which is called amputee-coalition.org. Um, I'd like to read this quote because it's very interesting and inspiring to me. Ivan Owen is an artist who designs props and gadgets. He creates a mechanical hand for a steam. He created a mechanical hand for a steampunk convention and posted videos of it online. A carpenter in South Africa who had lost four fingers in an accident saw these videos. He collaborated with Owen on creating a prosthetic hand for himself. And it goes on to describe how that was made into a video and other people saw it. And the idea of a prosthetic limb 3D printed really grew from there. And I really thought that was a nice story because it really grew out of somebody looking at something and saying, hey, I wonder if that'll work. And now it is, you know, a million dollar industry um, at this point. Um, and it helps a lot of people. So, you know, I, I really appreciate what folks do when they work in the 3D, um, 3D printing in industry as far as um, prosthetic limbs. Um, one of the other things I wanted to mention here um, was a gentleman who is disabled himself and he was prone to what's called pressure sores. He is in a wheelchair and if you do not change position or move a lot during the day, you're at risk of getting what's called a pressure sore. Um, pressure sores pretty much are when the skin on a certain area, maybe your leg, for example, um, it degrades to the point where it's actually a sore. Um, this gentleman who I'm speaking of, he actually got in a pressure sore that was so bad, it put him in the hospital. 
So he decided he was, he was a tech geek as well. And he decided that, um, in order to avoid these in the future and help other people that he was going to create a warning device for people to, um, attach to their wheelchairs and the warning device would send, um, a, an alert to your phone via Bluetooth. And it would tell you, okay, you need to shift around. You need to move. Um, you're, you've been static too long, which I thought was a neat idea. Um, and I think is, could be really helpful. Um, I wonder if something similar, um, could be utilized actually in nursing homes and intensive care units to alert the nurses that, Hey, it's, it's time to turn a patient, uh, because I know that bed sores are also an issue in the elderly community, but I think this is really neat. Um, it could help honestly save someone's life. This gentleman said that he was actually hospitalized because of this bed, uh, this, uh, pressure sore that he got. So I, I really like this idea. Um, so let's see what else here. Okay. So there's also another, um, there's also another, I don't device. I almost said treatment that focuses on eye movement and communicating, which I find very interesting. Um, this is a camera that is connected to a computer um, that it, it follows, it has an LED light that follows the movement of your eye and can interpret your intention through that. Um, to my knowledge, the article I read, um, most recently on this was that it can now fit in a brief briefcase to go on a plane. The first original one was, um, very bulky as you, as you would imagine. Um, so this is interesting in and of itself. I feel, um, I know that there has, have been many advances as far as paralyzed folks who use assistive devices to communicate. Stephen Hawking had one, um, that I believe used his cheek as a, a method of communicating. Um, I believe it has something to do with the nerves in, in the cheek that actually, um, according to the article that I have from the BBC that I will link as well, um, the eye has that same sort of nerve pattern. So it doesn't, um, it doesn't change as much as other, um, nerves in your body. So a quote from here is, um, again, this is the BBC article. The camera then measures the distance between the center of your pupil and the reflection of LED light on your cornea, the transparent bit of your eyes 
uh, of your eye at the front. So it's pretty much like looking from your pupil to your lens, I believe is how that works. Um, so, and it's, it can help people communicate. People can um, use that method to open programs. They can use that to type. It's really, really innovative. And I um, am amazed at this program, quite honestly. Again, that's a recent rep or a report from the BBC, which I will link to in the show notes. It looks like we're getting to the end of this segment. So I will bid you goodbye for about two minutes, maybe. <laughs> and we will meet up again in the next segment in which I'll continue talking about uh, technology and how it's improved um, aids and assistance for disabled people. Um, again, meet me in section two and we'll continue. Hello again and welcome to the New Heights Show on Education. This is part two of our discussion on technological advances for the disabled. So last time we were talking about 3D printed limbs and how it helps children um, and adults and how it can be cheaper, um, although they have not discovered a truly solid um, metal that can bear a human's weight for a long period of time, um, which means that you have to keep printing a 3D limb for an individual. But it does, um, it is much, much cheaper um, now that they have the 3D printers to do that. Um, I also wanted to mention um, in the first section, as far as 3D printed limbs, there are do-it-yourself uh, instructions online um, to do this if you do have a 3D printer. Um, I found that interesting. Um, I don't know myself if I would do that without consulting a physician first, but I did find that interesting. I, I suppose you can find anything on the internet these days. Um, the other um, assistive device that we talked about um, on the last section was this computerized communicator um, using a LED light that is connected to a computer um, in order to communicate. This device um, tracks your eye movements and allows you to communicate with others via typing, uh, voice message, uh, voice control, that sort of thing, um, which I think is pretty neat. So one of the things that I actually found, and this is the one that I found first, was a GPS for those that are blind. Um, the GPS for those that are blind are is something that is to help them navigate through a busy crowd around obstacles while they're outside. Um, you know, it's really focused on giving uh, blind folks the ability to move around and be safe. Um, I think this is a wonderful idea. Um, my 
the way it works is that the GPS senses the objects around the person and informs the person of where those objects are. It can also direct them to go right, left, um, you know, forward, etc., to guide them to their destination. Um, I think this is great. I, you know, we've had GPS for a long time. And honestly, this hadn't really crossed my mind until I read about it. But I really do think it's a pretty great idea. Um, and I think it's a very um, clever idea to do. So, you know, that is something that is being worked on right now as well. Um, there are so many um, innovations happening right now. Uh, we've had cochlear implants for quite a while, although my, I understand that they are continuing to refine those as well. Um, I know that um, they are working on different um, different types of computers for folks. They created a glove that helps blind folks read Braille on a computer, which also um, was very neat. Um, me personally being the sci-fi geek that I am, I'm waiting on the big tech, the, the nanobots that will you know, repair tissue and all that fun stuff. Um, but I imagine that that is quite a ways in the future. Um, but I like that we're really pushing forward and innovating and thinking for thinking about the disabled community and how we can really assist them in their lives and give give disabled folks like me, um, like the listeners I'm, I have out there, a better quality of life. Um, I know also that there is now a wheelchair that actually walks upstairs. This is not the chairs that slide up the um, slide up the, the stair railing like you've seen on TV, which we've had for quite a while. These are actual um, wheelchairs that walk up the stairs. And I think that is also a fantastic idea. Um, there are so many really intelligent people working um, with charities, with other organizations um, to help with these assisted assistive devices. Um, I know that a few of them can be quite expensive because they're new. Um, and so uh, the metals used, etc., would be very, very expensive. But as the designs become more refined and te the technology itself becomes more available, I expect those prices to start going down. Um, like I mentioned in the first episode, you can um, recreate a um, 3D printed limb for $50. So I think it, the prices can look 
scary to someone who is, um, you know, disabled and concerned about paying for things out of pocket. Um, but I would say, you know, hang in there. Some of these devices will eventually um, decrease in price so that they are affordable for the regular person like you and me. Um, what I would also like to see just in general is something that could help make, help people actually see. Um, perhaps not a cure for blindness because blindness is caused by so many different things. But I know that they already have out there a set of glasses for folks that are colorblind to assist them in seeing color. And I wonder, um, I'd like to see that expanded. Can they in fact create glasses that are fully realized? Um, I know that there are some that are being worked on. I haven't heard anything recent on that though. Um, so I'd love to see limbs, 3D limbs that are more realistic. I think it would make disabled folks much more comfortable. Of course, you know, having a 3D hand or a 3D arm or leg is much better than having, you know, nothing or something that isn't as functional by all means. Um, I'm just hoping that they can figure out a way to at least give the disabled person the feeling that they are less of an outsider. I think that's one of the things, uh, one of the reasons why I'd like to see some of these tech companies really branch out and create limbs with uh, synthetic um, synthetic fabrics maybe that feel close to skin texture. Um, I'm not entirely sure how you would do that. That would be a wonderful thing though. Um, I'd also like to see, um, again if we're wishing, um, I'd love to see a, a hearing implant or um, an actual hearing implant that isn't so noticeable. I mean the cochlear implant is wonderful um, and it's really amazing the way it interacts with the brain. Um, but Again, it, it marks the individual person as, you know, uh, isolated, as quote-unquote disabled. So I'd like to see some improvements as far as presentation, things like that. Next week, um, I look forward to seeing you guys. Again, I do have a chat room open at all times, so if you'd like to call in, I'd love to hear from you. It looks like our time uh, today is close to being over. If you'd like to email me, my email address is Erica H. 
Erica with a K H at newheightseducation.org. Please check out the New Heights Education um, website. They're a really fantastic group. They do a lot of good in the community. And you can even do some online courses. I believe that they had Japanese a few months ago, which I thought was very, very interesting. So please check them out. They're a wonderful group. Um, and I will see you next week. And next you'll hear the August announcements for NHEG. Um, and if you like any of these um, projects, please feel free to contact them and they'll get you set up. Here are your announcements for the month of August. Happy birthday to the following people. Margot Calloway, Kelly Warline and Sheila Wright, Dr. Christy Taylor, Bruno Patrick Moses, Bianca Martinez, and happy anniversary to the following people. Greg and Pamela Clark for 31 years of marriage, and Marina Klemy for volunteering with New Heights for six years on August 28th. Pamela Clark, Executive Director of the New Heights Educational Group, has been named as a recipient of a $500 grant from the National Society of High School Scholars and recognized as an innovation educator. Um, and it, the National Society of High School Scholars recognizes educators who are leading innovators in their field and are implementing innovation in the classroom and in their techniques. Also, we do have um, sponsorship packages for our radio show, and we are looking to move to uh, Voice America this fall, um, and we would go from 200,000 some listeners to 3.5 million listeners, so it's a very unique advertising um, opportunity. So if you're interested, please call 419-786-0247, email us at newheightseducation at yahoo.com, visit our website at newheightseducation.org. Thanks a lot and have a great month.